Chara Supply Chain. Highlighting and showcasing solutions for the most complex challenges. Facing the industry in 21st century by our team of subject matter experts and mentors. Broadcasting every week all year round, we will present the most up-to-date series of podcasts and webinars. Hello and welcome to another episode of Vijaya Supply Chain. This is Nur Hadi House. I'm speaking now with Rodi Martin. He is a supply chain expert focused on the digital operating model transformation. And uh, he is also chief digital supply chain strategist at Tresling. So Tresling itself is the uh, leading uh, digital platform company for the life science uh, supply chain. Thanks for joining us, Rodi, and welcome to Vijaya Supply Chain. Thank you very much, Nahadi. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, welcome everybody. My my name is Roddy Martin. Uh, I've been in the supply chain industry for probably the last 25-30 years, uh, partly as a an executive with SAB Miller, the brewing company. Uh, I was then led supply chain for manufacturers at AMR Research, which is now part of Gartner. Uh, worked as a, a partner at management consultant Accenture led global supply chain product marketing for Oracle, and I'm now leading supply chain uh, digital transformation at Tracelink, which, as Nohadi said, is really focused on transforming the healthcare supply chain, and it will be very evident why this is such an exciting opportunity and why it's based on, fundamentally, platforms. All right, so... Today's topic is uh, why supply chain network operating models need a new digital uh, technology platform, Roddy. So uh, I wanted to ask uh, my first question to you is, um, what's the driving supply chain transformation and why is it necessary now? It's a very good question and timing is everything, right? I mean, we've just seen and we're living the pandemic. We've just seen, you know, a terrible accident at Beirut. Uh, with thousands of tons of ammonium nitrate. We've got floods. We've got hurricanes. So disruption is a way of life in the supply chain. The problem the problem is that the way supply chains have been configured in the past, they have been supply chains, exactly the name uh, as the name implies. It's focused on uh, keeping manufacturing plants full uh, and moving that product, that supply that you've manufactured to customers. Well, that's not good enough anymore because the way companies have been able to ensure customer uh, um, demand is met is by making excess product and by spreading it around the, the, the supply chain. And a very good example of that is pharmaceuticals and healthcare, where they make anything from 200 to 300 days worth of inventory and they spread it around the supply chain. And what they're hoping is that there's enough of that inventory to get to every patient. We can't work like that anymore. And in fact, in the case of the pandemic, what we've seen is where demand changes continuously and all the time and unexpectedly, suddenly we have breakouts of coronavirus infections in a state or country. Uh, We don't have visibility of supply so this, the traditional supply chain model, which I call inside out, simply is not good enough anymore. I'm not saying it doesn't work because it worked for many years uh, to 
improve efficiency, to drive lean strategies, and to drive down costs. But in a demand-driven world where demand can change overnight, um, supply chain is not good enough. So, you know, what, what, what is transforming supply chain is companies are now pivoting to outside-in demand-driven models. It's now a value network. And the value network starts with the customer. It doesn't start with supply. You only make what the customer wants. You don't make just because you want to fill up a manufacturing plant. And so there's a very important pivot in supply chain, which is moving from inside-out supply-driven to outside-in demand-driven, needs a very different, uh, and let, let me call it a technology model, but it's also a new agility model because agile used to be how fast can I change? How fast can I adapt in a supply-driven model? Today, agility is about people, process, technology, and leadership, and how fast can I see the changes in demand and adapt those planning changes into my supply system? So the reason why we're doing this now is because we're confronted with massive disruptions these disruptions are not going to go away. In fact, we can expect, as McKinsey says, to see, you know, increasing number of supply chain disruptions going forward into the future. And we have to be as agile and as reliable and as uh, resilient as we can in order to be able to deal with those disruptions. And I talk about deal with because you're never going to stop a disruption. You can only deal with the implications of a disruption and the leaders will be able to recover fast from disruptions and the laggards sometimes will disappear out of business as a result of disruption. How and how platform transport and uh, what's the capability uh, they have, uh, Brody? Can you please explain a bit about that? Yeah, sure. So if you think about the traditional supply chain systems model. When I say systems, I mean processes, data, sharing data between partners, collaborating between partners. If you look at the traditional supply chain model, it's a long string of linear connected systems, probably ERP systems, some planning systems, logistic systems. And the problem with that is that um, – Partners can't see upstream. They don't have the visibility of what's happening in demand uh, and supply there, so they don't see what's available in supply upstream, and they can't quickly see demand changes downstream. So, you know, the problem with the old technology model is that if I'm connected to a partner, I can see everything my partner is doing. I have processes. I can share data. I have visibility of where my inventory is. But now go two partners downstream to the next two suppliers that are in the supply chain, and I can't see anything. That's not good enough because it means that the responsiveness and the, the, the lag time in, in responsiveness in the supply chain is not acceptable. However, let's think about Amazon as the best example of a platform supply chain model. Mm-hmm. In Amazon, and, and I wrote an article called The Amazonification of Supply Chains in Supply Chain Brain, all partners are connected to the same network. It's the same as a trace link. All partners 
around a patient are connected to the same supply chain healthcare digital network platform, which in our case, the tracing happens to be Amazon Web Services. And obviously for Amazon, it's also Amazon Web Services. But it could be Google, it could be Microsoft, it could be you know other platforms in the marketplace. Yeah. Well, what is, what is so different about how that helps supply chain? Well, every partner is connected and sharing data in real time with every other partner. So I know I don't have that problem of my partners connected to partners connected to partner. We're all connected to the same network. So we all see demand changes and supply uh, changes, disruptions. We all see those disruptions in real time. We can collaborate with each other. And if, like in the case of the healthcare system, the patient is at the center of that network or the customer in Amazon, me as the prime uh, uh, prime Amazon customer, I'm the center of the network. They have my credit card. They have my address. They know for 10 years what I've been buying. And so they can be very proactive. So, so the point is, what is that capability? The capability is to connect all partners in the supply chain to the same network in real time, to allow and enable each of those partners to share data, to collaborate, to have processes between each other, and to be proactive around the same customer. You know, if you ask a lot of companies about, you know, how uh, manufacturing sees the customer, how a manufacturing plant sees a patient, they'll tell you, oh, well, we don't have anything to do with the patient. The patient's in the hospital. Well, that's not true because everything that's done in every manufacturing plant, every warehouse, every logistics partner is has a bearing on whether the patient gets the, uh, the, the prescription on time in full. So what it enables is real-time connectivity of all partners into the same product supply network so that we can respond in real time to the customer or the patient who's at the center. And that is simply not possible in the way that we've put in technology and processes in the old traditional inside-out supply chain model. Mm -hmm. All right. And uh, what do you see as the future of platform in the supply chain already? Well, what's interesting, and it, and it tags on to the last point I made, and that is when I connect all my partners to the same platform, and everybody is sharing data with each other, all partners are sharing data, and the platform is represents the digital twin of the product or service flowing between one partner and another partner going to a customer or a product, you can ask the question, well, AWS has really fantastic analytics capabilities and data management capabilities. They have, you know, uh, uh, terabytes and terabytes of data management capabilities in the AWS architecture. Well, now we can start using the much spoken about artificial intelligence, machine learning to analyze that data. So instead of in the traditional supply chain model where companies are reacting and using transactional data to answer questions that the business knew it had, how much, how much did it cost, when did it break, what was the size of the order, those are questions that you can answer out of an ERP system. 
But what if I wanted to be more predictive? What if I wanted to look forward and say, well, there's patterns here. I never even knew that this pattern between logistics, quality, and order fulfillment was in play. But now that I have all this data from the digital twin representing all product flows across the platform, I now have a billions of, of pieces of data that I can analyze to start doing predictive supply chain management for the network, not just for each individual company. If you look at Amazon, Amazon doesn't have supply chain planners in the traditional sense of the word planner. It has data scientists. It is, has AI and uh, machine learning models. That's what supply chain network management is going to look like in the future. So what does it enable? It enables a fundamentally new networked supply chain model. In other words, now we're not just running businesses as independent systems and independent enterprises. We're running a whole end-to-end -end partner network to fulfill on time in full patients and customer needs. That is a fundamentally new model. And, and that's the reason I joined Tracelink because Tracelink has been for the last four or five years building an AWS based model platform to connect all healthcare partners. And when I say healthcare partners, hospitals, retail pharmacies, uh, 3PLs, logistics providers, manufacturers, contract manufacturers, suppliers, to connect them all on the same network. That was too difficult to do in the old traditional inside-out supply-driven supply chain model. So this is very exciting, mm -hmm. and I believe that, you know, with without this move towards platforms, and, you know, there's many examples of platforms. Uber is a platform. Um, you know, Google is building platforms. As I said earlier, Amazon's probably the best analogy to a supply chain platform. Tracelink is building this platform in healthcare and, and pharmaceuticals. And that's really, really exciting. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Okay, so before we close today's talk, uh, do you have any key takeaways that you would like to share with us? Oh, key takeaways. Okay, yeah. I think, first of all... Um, You know, the, the platform in supply chain is not an instant solution. I can't wake up tomorrow and say, ah, you know, my ERP system is not good enough for supply chain. I need to implement a platform. It just doesn't work like that, right? So, so the point is that in a platformed ecosystem network, if every partner is not reliable in their supply, the network can't work, right? So first of all, In your four walls of your operation, you have to be reliable, you have to be predictable, the quality and, and uh, um, compliance of your products have to be acceptable, so that when you play on the network, on the platform, with all your other partners, you are not the lowest common denominator that causes the network. So, so the point is, supply chain and your internal predictable Uh, agility, the resilience to change, the reliability or quality or compliance, that doesn't go away. That is an essential foundation for operating in a platformed environment. That's point number one. Point number two, it's a journey. Uh, I made the point that you can't wake up tomorrow and say, well, you know, I'm moving to a platformed version of my supply chain network. 
and and uh, you know many many of you would have read my works on on the five stage maturity model that I've developed and which Gartner uh, uh, now uses, uh, and so do many of the consultants. It's based on the Carnegie Mellon five stage model. And it basically says companies go through five stages of capabilities as they move from supply-driven to demand-driven. Mm-hmm. I react to problems, stage one. I build projects around improvement for stage two. I focus on function excellence like logistics, quality manufacturing as stage three. I pivot to end-to-end customer-driven supply chain in stage four. And I'm a networked ecosystem in stage five. You have to move through that journey. Many companies ask me, you know, can't I just jump from one to five? Well, the answer is no, because you have to know, you know, uh, just as um, uh, um, uh, companies have learned to, uh, Ellie Goldratt said in the critical chain, if you can't manage improvement projects, you're never going to be an end-to-end supply chain, never be an end-to-end business. So you have to build project capabilities. You have to be reliable and functionally excellent in logistics and manufacturing. Then you have to change the mental model of supply chain into, you know, a customer-driven outside-in supply chain. So it's a journey. You need to know where you are because where you are is where you start to look for the opportunities to implement your platform. And the third point, which is really important, and this is not a technology-driven model. A a platform is not a technology project. It is an agility project. It's Mm. a project to build resilience, um, reliability in an end-to-end supply chain together with all of your partners. And so, therefore, it has to be a transformation of the business operating model, which is top-down. I can't do it as IT and tell the business, well, you know, by the way, we've got a new technology model. It's a combination of people, process, and technology. And most importantly, the leadership has to be clear in what is the vision of this change? What are we trying to do? In healthcare, we're trying to ensure the uh, reliable fulfillment of every patient's needs on time in full. In Amazon's case with me as the supply chain, they want to make a promise to me when I make an order on Amazon that I get whatever I ordered exactly when I they said they would get it to me. It's got to be the right product. It can't be the wrong size, the wrong color. They've got to get it absolutely right. So customer fulfillment on time in full is absolutely important. And in fact, you know, just last week, uh, I did a um, an agile supply chain credo for the healthcare industry, which is technology and vendor agnostic, uh, which really laid down some guiding operating principles for the healthcare supply chain. And the real most important point of that agile credo, which you can find on my LinkedIn profile, is the fact that it starts with the patient. It only exists because the patient is the person that needs to have their needs fulfilled. So, Outside in, start with the reason why the supply chain exists. Be very clear in your vision what needs to change. Look for the new enablers and you'll find that the platform connected to my traditional, you know, internal manufacturing systems and ERP systems uh, is the way that you construct this transformation that's likely to take you a couple of years. So, you know, those are my key takeaways. The journey, leadership-led 
new technology model focused on agility and and absolutely the customer and the patient are absolutely the reasons why you drive supply chain transformation and it becomes a demand driven digital network platform not just a supply chain mm-hmm. awesome all right so thanks so much for you sharing today rodi i really enjoyed the conversation with you see you and goodbye At Vichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like and share Vichara Supply Chain and stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.vicharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.